Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit Bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon. This is Judy Wilkinson, President of Library Users of America. Welcome to our joint session today, second joint session between Braille Revival League and Library Users of America. We have a wonderful session ahead. Uh, Paul, um, welcome as president of BRL and as sec- as, pre- as vice president of Lua. Thank you. And um, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, we, we had a, a really fun session with our narrator the time before, so please catch it as a podcast if you weren't here. Excuse me, uh, Paul, I have to give the opening CEU. Please do. <laughs> 69455. That's 69455. Thank you. Excellent. And um, this session is actually uh, an exciting one for me because I have been wanting a book such as the one that we're going to be talking about um, since God was little. And, and I also think it's one of the hardest books to write of, of any I can imagine. But we are lucky to have as our guest, Miss Judy Dixon, uh, who we heard earlier this week is going to be retiring from NLS uh, at, from doing a job that she's been doing for 40 years. I can't imagine that, Judy. It's amazing. Uh, and do, do you have a date set for retirement yet? September 3rd. Wow. That is so exciting. Um, but uh, Judy has, for the last several years, been writing a, nu- uh, a number of books for National Braille Press. And uh, every book that Judy has written um, has been a wonderful compendium of ways to do things that a lot of blind people have typically not been able to do. Um, and her latest book um, covers the topic of audio description. And I think that the best place for us to start, Judy, is to get you to tell us a little bit about, uh, first, what, what made you decide to write it, second, how you put it together, um, and, and, and third, uh, maybe tell us other things you'd like us to know about the book. So I'm going to pass it to you, Ms. Dixon, and welcome, and thanks for being here. Thank you, Paul. The reason I decided to write this book, and every time I finish a book, I have to cast around for a new idea. And I'm always torn between, should I write about something I know? That'll be easy, but it's also relatively boring and not much of a challenge. Or should I write about something I want to know about? And that's a lot more fun because I do the research, but it's also a lot more scary because I don't always know what I'm getting into and it can be frightening to get in the middle of a book and think, I don't know anything about this. What am I writing a book about this for? And audio description was kind of a little bit of each of those things, because I've been a user of audio description since forever, since it started in the 1980s. But it's hard, and it is hard. And if you think it's hard, you're right. It's hard. And I get so frustrated Every time I tried it, oh, yeah, this is, this is going to go, it's a wonderful life. It's going to have audio description. And I tried to turn it on and nothing happens. Like, why? Am I doing something wrong? Is there something I don't know? I wish I had a book where I could just pick it up and <laughs> look up. How do I get audio description if I have a Fire TV, but I'm don't, I want, I have over the air channels and how to, you know, whatever. And so I, it, and I, I guess I just love information and I like reference books. And for the, this book, a lot of this book, the middle, I'm going to start in the middle and work to both ends. The middle of this book is a reference book. And I, <clears throat> I talk about, I, I have in my house at Fire TV, a Fire, t- I got a Fire TV stick. I got a Roku thing. 
Roku thing being a Roku Express. <laughs> right. A, and I wanted to get like both ends of the of the spectrum as far as um, high end things and low end things. So um, I talked about iPhones and iPads, Android phones, uh, Apple TV, and um, those Amazon the am- various Amazon things. Chromecast with Google TV. So I took all these devices and then I tried all the different streaming services. And the streaming services were Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, and Prime Video. And so I talk about the streaming services. What are they? When did they start? How much do they have? What kind of stuff do they have? And so a little section about each one. And then I talk about each thing. And I take it by device because I figure you have the device. It's not like, gee, I wonder how to access Netflix on everything under the sun. No, I, I got the device. I have, a, I have an iPhone. How do I do Netflix? How do I do Apple TV? How do I get streaming to stream? And it's amazingly different. Frighteningly different from device to device, from service to service, even on the same device. So it was that was that was fun. It took it took several months to do this. I uh, I commandeered the television in our guest room because it had an HDMI port that I could keep switching out different devices, and I didn't disrupt the rest of the house. And it worked pretty well. There's also so that's kind of that's chapter three, and that's the middle of the book. The chapter one is about background. And so there is, you know, I, my sense of um, closure and my, my sense of order wouldn't just let me write a book on how to access audio description on all these devices. I had to, to talk about start at the beginning. And so there's a brief history of audio description. Oh, there's also a foreword by Deborah Kendrick. She asked to write a foreword about this uh, for this book. So there's a foreword by her. And then, so when we get done with the introduction and all of that, I talk about <laughs> I talk about uh, um, you know the importance of of culture and 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 our popular culture and knowing about things. And I used as an example, I I found this great website where they had all these expressions from movies, and I tried to find one that that I could really talk about. Where when I did watch the movie, I actually figured out what they were talking about. And the one that I chose, there were several that I could have chosen, but the one that I chose was, um, don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, we all pretty much know that that came from the Wizard of Oz, and we pretty much know the wizard was behind the curtain. Don't pay any attention. But what what I never really got was because, you know, here Dorothy and everybody are hanging out in front of the curtain and the wizard sounding very wizardly and but he's behind the curtain what do you mean don't pay any attention to him you can't even see him he's behind the curtain apparently toto goes over and pulls back a corner of the curtain and reveals this old guy with white hair sitting there and 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 while he's still talking in his microphone and making the big noise and so the idea of don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain is is you know he's not he's really just a man he's not a wizard and that part i got but i never knew that that it was because Toto had revealed him. So I actually went and got the described version of the movie and went to that part to see what on earth actually really happened. Mm-hmm. And I was able to find that out. So anyway, it's about the history. And, and then um, there's a section on legal requirements from audio description that describes the history of the legal requirements and what's required now. I mean, that's bound to change. I, I got it up to July anyway. And then about so, so both for broadcast and cable television and for first-run movies. And then the second chapter is audio description on broadcast and non-broadcast television. So that's, you know, antenna-connected television, cable-connected television. And one of the problems with this book, and I want to make this really clear before we get to questions, I could only do what I reasonably could do. I couldn't subscribe to all the cable services. So unfortunately, there are short sections. We, we, we cut the cord five or six years ago. So there are short sections on um, Comcast, Charter, and Verizon, which I got either from the company or for other, from other blind users. Right. But I wasn't able to do those myself. So, um, so, 
So because some of our folks may not be into audio description as much, tell folks what cutting the cord is. Oh, cutting the cord, it's, it's, it's not audio description. It's, it's not being right. a cable subscriber anymore. Right. Um, we used to have Verizon files, and I realized we were paying like $200 a month and barely using it. And, and there's a lot of ways to get uh, live television besides uh, i even have and i talk about this in this book we have a device called a, a home run an hd home run and so we have apps on iphone and apple tv and everything called channels and it can it, it that app can play and do audio description all of the and i just discovered it can it ha, they have a service for recording um any all the channels the 85 channels that are that are coming over into our over the air antenna so that's very cool now to have access to all the channels on the Apple TV and all the channels on the iPhone and everything like that. Excellent. So talk about, sorry? I said excellent. Thank you. Uh, so talk about things like, so in this chapter is also things about spectrum access. And um, I tried spectrum access. That was kind of fun. I found a movie that was on um, iTunes that was not on any other service that I could find. And I, this is the this is the um, app. It's an iPhone app where the app listens to the movie being played and then supplies the audio description. So uh, I tried it with my left foot, which was uh, which was quite fun. And I've, I've never been able to get Spectrum to work, but it's oh. it's it's operator incompetence rather well, than anything else. It I'm takes sure. time to start. Yeah. It takes two or three minutes before it starts doing it. And, and I tried it several times. I wondered if it would be faster a second or third time because I, mi I missed the first couple of minutes of the movie. And I don't like missing things. And uh, it didn't help. It does take it does. It takes an inordinate amount of time to start. But once it's going, it works great. And, and it's, a, it's an interesting idea because uh, because it's an it's a it's an app and it's and it's also free. Um, and and the the amount of content they have is growing all they the have time. A lot of stuff, yes. Yeah. So so it's it's actually it's actually pretty cool um, if it works. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no trouble getting it to work. It's it, but okay. So then chapter four is about finding audio described content, and it talks about how to do it with ACB Audio Description Project, the, that website. It talks about NFB Newsline and how you can get your movie your television audio description stuff emailed to you every day and then for movies um my go-to app to find audio described movies or to find out if a movie is audio described but virtually everything is is fandango so then chapter five is audio description at the movies plays museums national park live events i talk about all of those and how you you know what they are and how you can find out about them and so forth and then other venues for audio description is chapter six, which is education, YouTube, that talks about you describe, um, which is a way that you can request a YouTube video be audio described by volunteers. Uh, airlines, describing current events. I talked about um, audio description podcasts. Now, this is a little far afield. It was, it was a little tricky to draw the line, you know, what's audio description, but... Uh, you know, um, Doug and I were walking down a path in Anchorage and stopped and asked somebody, what's over there? Because it sounded so funny. And it turned out we got a, you know, five minute description of the of the Anchorage uh, waterway. So it's, you know, is that audio description? Well, it's pretty cool. So well, let's see. A lot of what a lot of what AIRA does, I suppose, could be described as audio description. That's true, especially on their live channel right. when, when people actually do it. Yep. Um, and then there's another kind of audio description. There's an interesting podcast called um, "Say My Meme," and I didn't know what memes were. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm too old to know about memes, but I learned what memes were and learned that there's a podcast that describes them. So that was very cool. And then the last chapter is on the future of audio description, talking about audio enhancements and Bluetooth and text to speed. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Had to talk about text to speed. And you, uh, no, no audio description book would be complete without covering the topic. Yeah, and, that's right. I, and, I, but I get the impression you don't love it. I do. I do. I'm, I, I don't love it. I mean, who loves text to speech? I yeah. love Braille. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't object to it. I, it, it ha I have not yet heard any audio description with text to speech that I found 
um, intolerable or or even unpleasant. Right, and and in fact, there there are some human voiced audio descriptions considerably well, there is worse that. than some of the text to speech stuff that's out there. I agree, and yeah. and it's you know it's not it's not the enemy. I'm I'm more happy to have the audio described content and have it described. Yeah. Um, I, uh, th- there, uh, I, it's probably, I probably shouldn't be advertising it, but, um, Amazon did a presentation the other day, uh, which I would encourage folks who are interested in text to speech to listen to, because they talked about the fact they are really going to be using it, um, to substantially increase the size of their catalog. And really uh, th- they say is the only way, as the only way to be able to afford to do, um, audio description on a lot of their older movies. Judy, did you t- attend that session, or did, I did. you? And uh, is shall we all run out and get the replay? Well, I think I mean, Paul just summed it up pretty well. They've yeah. created. They've created a. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't just meaning the Amazon one. I meant the the one that ACB did, where they talked to all the a lot of the audio. Oh, that's described. that's a different. That's one. a different yeah. thing. Okay, sorry. And and that's I mean that's 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 obviously worth listening to because uh, you know it gives you an idea of where all of the main streaming entities are um, at the moment and what their and what their plans are. But this this one. Um, was Amazon was, related was, uh, specifically was, about Texas? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And it, okay. and it and it specifically was was uh, really an, an attempt to explain why uh, they they've decided to go in a direction that that not a lot of other places are going. So, Judy, do you talk about an, any of the 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 illegal audio only? I do not, uh, and I yeah. do not, and I I made a very conscious decision about that. Um, I I know about them. When I first started to work on the book, I started making lists of them, and I decided not to include them at all. And I don't even reference them. I and, I, and I think that's probably the right decision. I think it is. Um, I thought though, it was. Yeah, I now I think they're probably less useful than they were a couple of years ago, um, because mainstream audio description is catching up a lot. A lot of the stuff that used to only be available on those sites is now available um, in, in, in legitimate and appropriate sites, which is fine. Um, and that's right. Some like Casablanca was only on one of right. those sites for years. Right. And, you know, now you can get it on prime video. And, and uh, yeah. again, game of Thrones is another good example. Which, yes. Which, there's a lot more stuff, but there's still, yeah. there's still older stuff you can get. And, you know, people who, who I think want to know can probably find out. Yes. They can. Let, let me let me say one more thing about sure. going through the whole book, and then because at the end of it, there's a very extensive resources section: articles, books, and research reports, podcasts, websites, and then under websites, general legal issues, broadcast and non-broadcast television, streaming services, and streaming devices. So, as each device or service has a website that specifically gives instructions or so forth, it's all the websites are all in the. Research resources section so in 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 terms of uh, i i think one of the more difficult sections to write or it would be for me i think would be the the whole area of of broadcast television um because of both the range of ways that that broadcast those broadcast television signals are, are being made available um and 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 also uh that the the degree to which um, audio description on broadcast stations isn't necessarily going to be going to be everywhere because of the legal rules. Um, how did you handle that? Well, it's it's complex because you yeah. really have to approach it from what device do you have that you're trying to use to access, <clears throat> and and what you have to do is is find out how does your device access secondary audio program content. Mm-hmm. And then once you know that, I mean, you know, it may be counterintuitive. I mean, I, I use a Fire TV and I have to turn on Spanish. Okay, fine. You know, once I know that's what I have to do, that's what I do. And so the the difficulty is, you know, checking to find out. And I don't try to summarize how you do that. I mean, I, right. I, I you do it in all kinds of different ways. And you're right. You'd ha- you have to find. But I tell you what you need to find out. So at least it gets you part of the way there. Hmm. 
Judy, do you have a question or should we open it up? Oh, I think we should open it up and I'll jump in if I have a question. Uh, Very so good. Take it away, Linda. Okay, so let me quickly I go over how to do this. If you're on a PC, to raise your hand is Alt-Y. Your Mac, it's Command-Shift-Y. On your smartphone, there's a raise hand button kind of toward the middle of the bottom of the screen. On your push button phone, it's star nine. Then once I've sent you, the host would like you to unmute, but you can unmute with A on your computer. Command shift A on your Mac. The unmute button will show up in the lower left-hand corner of your smartphone. And on a push button phone, it is star six. And we have... Deborah Armstrong, and you should be able to unmute now, Deborah. Hello, everyone. Hi, Deborah, Deborah Armstrong from California. And so I, uh, I know how to turn audio description on on all of my devices, but my sighted husband is enamored with his Roku because it's one of the few media independent, media vendor independent devices. You know, he cannot figure out how to turn audio description on, and he has two master's degrees. So I don't know what's going on with that device. Thoughts? Um, it depends on the service. And it's one of the devices that that is, but on the remote, there's there's the just under the round thing are two buttons, and you hold down the right hand button, and and that's generally how you do it. They vary. I'd have to go through that particular chapter, but this book, I I used a Roku Express. I was actually more impressed. I I, I was expecting not to like the Roku. And the speech is pretty bad, I have to say. It's, yeah. I mean, you, let's, if we wanted to get critical of synthetic speech, we could certainly talk about the Roku. But it's, it's almost really as bad as direct TV. It's a lovely, simple device to use. Everything yeah. is menu-driven. And uh, I, I ended up liking it a lot better than I expected to. But it's tricky to get the audio description. But I do talk about it. And there are a couple of instances in this book where I say um, this app or this service or this whatever was so inaccessible I couldn't get it to work. But this thank was you not for one the question. Uh, yep. Yeah, thank you for the question, Miss Deborah. I, I have not played with Roku either. Um, no, no good cool. reason why. I, I have it on my Fire TV, and there's no reason why I can't. But I haven't. Um, so, but yeah, it's interesting. All right, um, Miss Linda. I'm Erica seven one five. You should be able to unmute. Please say your name and where you're from. I'm gonna press the button again. There she is. You, you should be mute, unmuted now. I and second of all, um, you talked about this out that you have on home one. What is it? And is, is this book that you have available in the audio format? format? Paul? Uh, is was the question was the question I, I i may not have gotten it all i thought the question was whether your book was available in audio that's what i thought it was too yeah um the book is available from national braille press in hard copy braille yay um, yeah <laughs> that's why i'm having trouble thinking of any of the other formats i i <laughs> uh hard copy braille electronic braille word and daisy tech you know daisy tech yeah, and 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 any of those you, any of the well, really, and any of them except the hard copy braille. If you if you if you buy the hard copy braille, any of the others you can you can play in 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 an audio format with whatever text to speech you have available, either on your computer or on other devices on which you're listening to it, which which can be streams or note takers or a whole range of other things. And if you want to do it with some pretty good navigation and a high quality voice, um, voice yeah, stream. I've got a human word device. Yes. No, yes, not, it'll, it's it'll, not available in human narration. Um, no, on a, he said on a human word device. And yes, yes. Yes, you, you could read it on, you could read the, uh, read the uh, Daisy on the, on the stream. On, on, on a stream or on, on the, on, on any of your note takers. 
You could also read the BRF one on a stream. You could. You, the, you could. Uh, in the other books. If we didn't get your question right, just send a question to, to Lua and we'll try to get you an answer. So let's go ahead, Linda, to the next caller. Cam, you should be on mute. Hello. Hello. Um, this was very, very interesting and fascinating. What I missed the name. What's the name of the book? Actually? Can Can you say uh, your name, please, and oh, where I'm you're sorry. calling from? Yes, I can. It's Colleen Kitagawa, and I'm from Minnesota. Oh, hello, Colleen. And the, what's the name of your book? The name of the book is Audio Description, What It Is, Where to Find It, and How to Use It. Oh, just like, okay. <laughs> The title of this like, session is the title of the title, book. Okay. <laughs> like that was a okay, interesting. Like, so. You know, three of the five W's, right? What? Yeah. Where? Yeah, okay. How? Perfect. Because like I said, yeah, I, I found this very interesting. I, so. I have never I have never spelled how with a W, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well huh? I'm gonna huh? get the book and read it and <laughs> I, I want to do some different stuff with my Audible. I mean, I have it on my TV, but I, I have Comcast, but just the basic, and I just get the normal, um, I turn on and off the Audible, but I'd like to get a Fire TV someday and go from there. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I got to tell you, I, I really, I, mm-hmm. I had to move up to Jacksonville in January um, because of illness, and mm-hmm. so I have an apartment up here, and I got a Fire TV up here, and, and, and I completely cut the cord up here. Uh, so I'm okay. using streaming stuff and and a and an antenna TV, um, and it is very different from what I've been used to. But but I have found it very satisfying, really. Okay. Uh, See, my my biggest thing is I'm why, well, and I'll admit I'm a little bit technology technology challenged. But once I learn it, it's like okay. And I'm so used. I mean, with the remotes and yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm I'm old and technology challenged too. So right. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Well, good well, luck, Colleen. It's a great book. Yeah, I'm going to read it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Excellent. I want to say a word about when I oh, cut sorry. the cord. Please. The, yep. the only thing I really missed, or the, one of the things I missed the most, was CNN until I discovered I could get C- the audio of CNN on TuneIn on Alexa. You yep. can. So that was all I needed. <laughs> you can, and 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 you can get MSNBC and yes, and, and, and all those if you, on XM. Yeah. Yep. And and if you have XM, you can get Fox News too. If you, uh, yeah, you can get Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, can you give us a sense of how many hands you have? <clears throat> can you give us a sense of how many hands? She's 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 working oh, I'm sorry. on it. Sorry. Suspense. How many? Sorry, I was having a hard time hearing it. Uh, you have eight hands. Okay, and let's one. let's go ahead. We've right, got plenty Carla, of time. You, Carla, you've already reached the number. Hello, this is Carla Hayes from McMurray. Great hey, presentation. Hi, you guys have such great. And and Paul, you can't spell how without a W. It would be ho. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But uh, I didn't unmute just to harass you, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, but he's technically right. It's not one of the five W's. No, five Dad. W's and H. Okay. okay. But, um, <laughs> my question is, I am curious now, actually, what is a meme? And then the other thing I wanted to know was, the other day I heard a, um, a, one of the presentations, Charter said something like, you could listen, I, I think I took from it, that you could listen to the audio soundtrack of the movie as well as the um description and my question is can you um use it without um syncing it with a movie or not some of the well the problem is it has to hear a movie to start some of the things they have on there have the soundtrack of the movie and the description and some of them just have the description but that doesn't help you because you can't play them it won't start playing a movie until you sync it with something. Right. The app won't work unless you sync it. Um, and and, and so. more and more, uh, you know, they, they claim that they are more and more going to try to get both components together. Uh, that's, that's, what, that's what they claim. But a lot of their stuff is, is just, the, just the description at this point. And, and of course, the, it, 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 we don't probably much care, but they also have a lot of captioning tracks that you can that you can download as well i don't care about those much i i do not either miss linda now what is a meme okay oh yes it's a it's meant to be humor and as best i can tell 
it's mostly visual humor where you juxtapose two things that wouldn't necessarily go together but you stick them together and it's funny my the first meme i finally heard of that i thought was funny was um somebody standing on the beach and a bottle floats up in the ocean and they open the bottle and it says we've been trying to contact you about your vehicle's warranty (laughs) that was that that's my example of a meme that i actually understood That is but, hilarious. Yes, but it was they're, funny. But they're it's everywhere. Like a, it's like a cartoon. In it's a like sense. it's yeah. like a cartoon, but it's the it's the juxt it's the juxtaposition yes. of the of two, two things, things is the yes. fun is the funny part. Yeah, and and, and it's also what makes the meme because because there have to be essentially two things. It's like there are right. special rules for haiku. There are special rules for memes. So yeah, so it's not like the old Mister Bean things that were those silent things. Is that sort of the precursor to it, or is that totally different? Yeah, I, I don't know what the I old Mr. Beans no are, clue Carla. what you're talking about, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We need to move on. But thank Linda, you, Miss Linda. Joel? Joel Schneider is here. Mr. Joel. Hey, Paul. Hello, Joel. How are hey, you, sir? Paul, and I am well. I am uh, very well right now learning uh, about Judy's book. Um, I This is going to be such a marvelous addition. It is. Literature on audio description, um, you know, uh, over the, well, golly, just the 11 years of the audio description project, the bulk of questions we get are all about, how do I access this thing? And how do I do this with streaming? <laughs> yes. And we try to address that on the audio description project website, adp.acb.org. But, uh, and I think we do an okay job, but boy, having it all in one place the way Judy's done it. Just, I, just to be clear, Joel, isn't it the other way around? It's acb.org slash ADP. No, no they've changed it. They've changed it. Oh my God. It's the book. Yes. There you go. That's great, Judy. And, Thank and you. that's the downside, Joel, is is that things are going to yeah. change fast. I mean, Peacock. Oh, yeah. Peacock yeah. isn't covered in the book at all. That's right. And there's, you know, so there's already another service that has. But I, I do want to ask Judy, uh, you know, as you know, I'm an old sighted guy. Is the book going to be available in print uh, besides the word uh, no. version? No. Oh, golly. I- you can print it. <laughs> There you go. I can print it. <laughs> well, I'm going to do that. I'm at least going to call it up in Word because I want to read every page of it. This is such a fantastic contribution. As as Judy knows, she and I have, uh, let's say, a disagreement about text to speech. But um, I, I just have to say how important I'm actually Judy- on her side. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I disagree. I disagree with you too, Paul. But gotcha. um, I, I do want to say I do want to say that Judy's work uh, over decades now at the library. Congress and in support of audio description has just been so, so marvelous. And I didn't know you were retiring, Judy. Yes, so, I am. Wow. Well, congratulations. And, um, you know, your gain uh, uh, in relaxation terms or whatever is is the Library of Congress's loss, is a loss to all of us, uh, really. But um, Lot, lots of us are going to try to keep Judy busy. Lots more books. Lots more books. The yeah. abundant bookshelf will get even more abundant with Judy's books. Well, I'm now, <laughs> a, reg- I'm now <laughs> a regular right. contributor to Access World. So that's another thing that Excellent. we noticed. Yes. Well, just uh, congratulations and thank you so thank much, you. Judy. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling in, Joel. You bet. Yep. Miss Linda. Rick. Rick. You should be able to talk, Rick Triano. Ah, from Florida. I heard him on the auction last night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, Judy, um, it's wonderful. This book just sounds great. And it sounds like exactly what my wife and I have been looking for for the past few days because we we have comcast so of course i mean that's pretty easy and then we have netflix and we figured that out but there are so many of the other services um there's um there's um what am i thinking of um there's um Amazon Prime, maybe? Yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, there's Amazon Prime, and I mean, that's just impossible. We're just having a heck of a time, you know, putting that together and and and, and getting um, audio description with this stuff. So that book is going to be in the, in the valuable to us. Great. Yep. Glad to hear it. Thanks, Rick. Do you have a question? 
Well, my question, and I guess it's a quick one, how do we do Amazon Prime? Oh, that's not a quick one. No, get the book. It depends get on, the book. It depends on which book. device that's you're using. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but the good news all- is but the good news is, Rick, like like Netflix, once you get it done for whatever device you're doing it for, um, right. audio description tends to come up automatically, which is a, which is the good news. Yeah, yeah. Well that's um well that's um and- you know great news. And two uh, of the do, I mean, we're yeah. doing it through. Um, we're doing everything through the, um, you know, the com, um, the Comcast, right? Um, you know, thing. So it's, you know, that's all wonderful. But yeah. uh, Rick, how let's, let's give. Let me get. Let's, let's get Judy a chance to make the point she wants to make, and then I'm afraid we're going to need to move on to the next sure, question. I'm sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. I'm just the police here. Two of the services, Netflix and, and Disney Plus, once you set them on one device, audio description is on for all your other devices. Yes. Oh, that but, is good news. But they're the only two that do that. And, and I, I talk about that in the book, too. Very good. Miss Linda. Lynn? Thank you, Rick, by Eric, the way. Give Eric your best Coach. to our wife. To your wife. Eric Coach Hello. <laughs> you should be able to unmute. I'm sorry. Who did you call? Did you call 215? Yes. Uh-huh. I yep. was unmuting. I was unmuting and couldn't hear you call me. Now that's an interesting. Go ahead. Hi, Betty Passanati from Philadelphia. Uh, yep. This book is going to be amazing. It's going to be wonderful to have everything in the one place and all that. We've got FiOS, and I'll tell you what annoys me: the companies are, know nothing about their wonderful products. You huh. call for tech support, and they sit there and say, "Oh, I'm learning. Is learning more than this than I do all in that way." And I'm thinking, "What do you mean you're learning along with me? You're supposed to know it." I thought. Yeah. So it's hard to get tech support about this stuff. And the other thing that is unfortunate is the same thing with me. I, I have to turn on. I have to put the Spanish preference to get the audio description because of the, the way they use the SAP, the SAP program. And that means that if a show happens to be broadcast in Spanish, you don't get audio description because you get the Spanish version of Ten Commandments or whatever. Yep. And I'm wondering if, if there's anything uh, plans to expand that SAP program to allow there for more. There actually is. There is right? research being done right now on multiple SAP channels. And right. um, there's some testing being done with YouTube on on multiple channels. And I think that that's going to be something that we're going to see before long. Apparently, it's technically possible now. They just haven't, nobody's bothered to do it. Well, this is a comment. I wish the companies would learn their products so they could You know, also, you. Um, you, you may be calling them, but Verizon does have a customers with disability tech support line. I, I will have to tell you, I was a Fios user before I cut the cord, and I didn't right. find they knew very much, but maybe they exactly. did. Exactly. And the difficulty of, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Eddie, we appreciate your call, but we're going to try to get to some more questions. But thank you so much. I think think your points are well made. Yes. Absolutely. Bye-bye. And remember, you're a consumer. Complain, complain, complain. And, and, and some of your complaints actually, you know, may be relevant for the Federal Communications Commission. I'm sure Judy talks about those because, uh, you know, I, I have found that uh, that sometimes the only way to get attention of uh, uh, people like DirecTV is to file complaints with the FCC. Um, My husband, and- Steve, is also very fond of writing to the presidents of the company. He finds yeah. that often gets attention. Yeah, well, I, I <laughs> got a call from the president's office of AT&T right after I filed a, an FCC See? complaint. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Linda. You have, you have three minutes left and you have four No, we have more than that, I think. Yeah, no, we you're do. right. Yeah, we're on. Yeah. No, we're on till five fifteen. We're on till five fifteen. Fifteen. Um, so please. Oh, yep. we are. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It seems well, like that. Please yeah. forgive me. I thought we were just. Okay. <laughs> you're good. All right. Um. Then we have. <laughs> Don't scare me like that. Nine two nine. Yep. Come on. Go you ahead. said fifteen fifteen oh two ending in nine two nine. Nine two nine. Or was uh, that the this, Eric? This is Adam Rushable. Oh, hello, Adam. In, in Louisville. Hello, everybody. I just, we again, um, have to announce. Wait a minute, Adam. I have to just tell everybody that you're our Lua treasurer. So thank you for absolutely. all you do. And go ahead with your question or your comment. Good. Well, I always like members and being treasurer. But um, 
I have a master's degree in history, and for a while I was on the ACB History Committee uh, chaired by Burrow Colley. But since Burrow's death, uh, there really hadn't been anything done. So my question to Judy is, uh, would you consider authoring a book of the history of ACB from the end of People of Vision to the present, the last 20 years? Oh, that's not my, that's, I'm not a historian, Adam. <laughs> well, you would get a lot of help. Uh, that's not you, my kind of, that's, I'm, I'm okay. a how-to, a how-to, if you could put it together or take it apart. Or <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I know you're a very good reader, uh, I mean, excuse me, writer, and, and a lot of respect for that. So Thank I, you. Thank yeah, you. She, is all, she is all hey. of those things. No question. And you, you know, you, Adam, you. the there's never any harm in asking. That's uh, what I always right. <laughs> and suggest power suggest. Thank you all. Thanks, Adam. Miss <laughs> Linda. Agnes. I bet that might be Miss Ferris from Colorado. From Colorado. Okay, I'm pressing the space bar. I don't know why. You're good. You're good. All right. All right. I'm I'm from Greeley, Colorado, and I'm a member of both Lua and Braille Revival League. And I have a question. I'm not doing the courting thing, but I try to use my computer sometimes to listen to videos and have tried to find audio description in like Windows Media Player, but don't seem to have a lot of success with that. And I've called Microsoft, but they weren't real helpful. The best way to do audio description with a computer, and I don't talk about this except for very, very briefly, because with so many operating systems and Macs and uh -huh. Windows and different browsers and so forth, it it got to, I started to do it and it, it got so complicated I just said eh. um, but the best way is with a web browser and you actually can it's not it's not even all that hard if you go to the various websites of the you know like Apple if you went to to um, I talk about it in the and in Android there's no Apple TV app mm -hmm. so in Android you have to if you had an Android phone you have to do it with going by going to the Android website the Apple website with Android on Android phone. And you can play audio description uh, from these websites. You can do it with mm -hmm. Netflix. You can do it with Apple TV. You can do it with a lot of them. It's interesting. And also, Judy, I just want to thank you for all you've done over the years. Well, thank um, you. And uh, it's just amazing how you write all of these different books that you write. And, and a few people have asked me, I don't, and they were wondering, how do you learn um, how to do all this stuff? I do a lot of research, and I have I play with a lot of toys. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, and good luck. Good luck on your retirement. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Colorado. Remind Ms. me, Linda. Linda, of how many have any how many hands we still have? Um, four. Okay. Excellent. We're we're in good we're shape. Good. I, we're I'm good. We're in good shape. That's all right. I, I that's all right. Let's. That's fine. Okay. So, Tammy, you should be able to unmute. There you go. This okay. <clears throat> um, I'm from, um, my name's Tim. I'm from the uh, third world state of West Virginia. And uh, <laughs> uh, I have Sudlink uh, cable. And I was watching a TV show and they said it was audio described. And all you had to do was push the SAP button. Well, I looked, I mean, I was all over my remote and there was no SAP button. It might, it so might I, be. It might be called MTS. No, it was. I called. Um, so I called uh, technical support, and they could not tell me where the SAP button was. Oh my! I got some guy from. I don't know where he was from, but he didn't hardly speak English. So they made the mistake of uh, sending me a uh, survey, and I gave them <laughs> so I gave them horribly low marks. So this lady called me and asked me why I gave such low marks. And I said, because I could not find the SAP button and nobody could tell me how to get to the SAP button. And she looked and she couldn't find it either. Which which company? Uh, Suddenlink. Suddenlink? Yeah, Suddenlink, the world's yeah. worst cable company. <laughs> oh, no. Well, so the moral here is find another cable company or... I'd, well, uh, the, I there probably isn't one. I mean, I that's... Yeah, I can't yep. because the uh, apartment complex I live in only allows suddenly. 
Yeah. Well, we get um, the problem. Uh, you're doing the right things by giving them bad marks. Did you have, uh, you know, a question or a further? Well, I, you, do you have any idea how to get to the SAP button? <laughs> no, it sounds like you may not have one. It, you may not have one. Uh, you know, I oh, can well. I can tell you that that uh, there there are rules uh, with the FCC uh, that talk about those buttons. And one of the things that you might want to consider doing is filing a complaint with the FCC indicating that you've made an effort to get in touch with the company and they haven't responded. Um, How old is your television? My television is, thought, is only about two years old, but because I have to go, I have to go through the TiVo box. Paul is right. I mean, all all television sets after 2016 um, needed to comply with certain accessibility standards. Right. So my problem is I'm going. I have to go through the TiVo box. Yeah, but you still. But you still need to. You still need to talk with with the Federal Communications Commission. File a complaint um, because they will eventually get you some response from your cable company. Rather um, than talking to your cable company, you might try the manufacturer of your television because that's where you're. Well, it's not the television; it's TiVo box. Right. I I, talk to TiVo. I think think we've given you the best advice we can. So yeah, uh, well, I appreciate it, but I just Uh okay. So contact the FCC and make a complaint there. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Uh Miss Linda. Pam, you should be on mute. Hello. Hi, Hi there. Pam. I'm Pam in Kansas City, Missouri, and I've been listening to your presentation. Excellent stuff. Um, Judy, I have a question with reference to a fire TV. I have heard heard you guys talk about turning on the Spanish in order to access audio description. In my setting, it says it, it doesn't uh, have anything to do with Spanish. It, it just says when audio description is on, it's checked. So how do how do I get to? Well, there's two different things going on here. Um, I'm I'm using my Fire TV with an over-the-air antenna. So am I. So I'm using live channels. Yeah. So am I. So when I get to like if something's on NBC with audio description, the settings that where you check audio description doesn't have anything to do with that. Okay. So when you get to NBC, what you want to do is hold down the menu button. And um, well, I forget now. Yeah, you hold down the menu button and you go into review mode and you can go to languages or audio, audio and languages. And that's where you select Spanish. Okay, I mean, the menu button is going to be where? On, the third on, my, one on the right, on the top row of. On the, okay. Buttons, and I just get into language. And then you got audio language languages and in audio languages and you select select Spanish. She doesn't want Spanish, actually, though. If right? she does. Oh, does she? No, you because want that's, no. that's what... That's, that's where what the audio she, description is. That's where okay, the audio so, description is. Oh, I see. So then you pick Spanish, and then you pick audio description nope. in English? No. You pick Spanish, you no. got it. If, and it goes because, in English? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, I, I know. That's why I how said counter- it's not always obvious, but that's... How counterintuitive. Yeah. I can okay. see why this is confusing, Pam, because Pam, in settings, there a- is an audio description setting, um, but that has to do with Prime Video and things like that. Oh, I see. okay, good stuff. Uh, um, also, I'm also curious. I heard you mention. I heard someone mentioned that they used a Roku with a Fire TV. Why would you need a Roku? Because I've been able to get anything I wanted from. I heard someone mention that also, and I don't know the answer. Anyway, hey, good. I really, really am enjoying this discussion, and did not hear where I can find your book. National Braille Press. So nbp.org is the oh. is the website. And Judy, I don't I don't remember the price. I'm not sure. I think it's twelve dollars. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It may be a little more than that because it's, it's a one a volume. Ex- it's a one. It's a one fat volume. Then it's probably twelve. Yeah, I'm, probably yep. well worth it. Oh, it, oh, I think it not only it, probably, <laughs> definitely, it definitely is. Yep. So, Pam, did you get that instruction about how to get to your Spanish thing under your menu button? Okay, let, let me see. All right, well, so it's going to be the third button on the right, on the top row, right, right underneath the the, the circle. Yes. All right, I'll find it. Okay, Pam. Good luck. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Miss Linda. Linda, I'm going to slaughter this name. I apologize. 
it said I'm what I'm hearing is Mika Pikawa. Uh, good out. Good afternoon, everybody. Mika Pikawa from Boston. Ah, hi, Mika. And, uh, hey, How are you? Hey, Judy. Hey, Paul. Um, I was really surprised the other week. I was trying to find out information about how we would audio describe a YouTube video that we produced, and I couldn't find any information really about adding audio descriptions to YouTube. And then it brings up a related question, too, because I have YouTube TV, and I haven't dug that deeply, but I'm wondering also on YouTube TV if it supports audio description. YouTube TV does support audio description. And it's, there is a section in this book about YouTube TV. I, you know, it's, it, YouTube TV is kind of a hybrid between it has some live TV, it has some streaming content. I personally found YouTube, YouTube TV to be extremely complicated. I found it really hard to use. Um, it does support audio description. I can't okay. tell you how to do it. Uh, okay. Because, but it does. And I know that. Okay. And, and it, it, but it was one of the hard. Now, as far as YouTube is concerned, um, have a look at, you, you know, about the YouDescribe app. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ask, ask Josh Mealy. He, he'll know how to do it. But is is using you describe probably the way to do, or is there? A, yeah, but it, the problem with it? you describe is they will get around to doing it when they get around to doing it. So you know you, you have no control over how fast you'll get anything described. Um, but can, can we do it ourselves? And you describe? They could tell you. I mean, you know, co contact the uh, folks at Smith Kettlewell. They'll they'll uh, they can tell you how they do it. Okay, but maybe just check with Josh then. Yeah, Josh. Josh will know. Okay, and, and, and cool. there are. There, there are some some elements within YouTube, and I don't, I don't know exactly what they are, but there, but, but there, there is a way of, of there is a way of doing what you want. I'm sure there is, Paul. I just uh, looked up the price of the book. It's twelve dollars. Excellent. Thank you, Miss Linda. Wendy David, you should be able to unmute. Gosh, have not heard from you in ages, Miss Wendy. How are you? I'll try it again. Okay, now you should be able to unmute, Wendy. All day unmute. Okay, I hope I'm there unmuted now. I've you tried are. it three Hello, times. Hello, okay. Wendy. Hello, Hello Judy. Hello, Paul. Hello, Hello other Judy. Judy. Hello yes. there. Go Judy ahead, Wendy. Paul. It's a Judy sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love audio description. I will... I will even watch things I don't enjoy just for the audio description. <laughs> I just am so hooked on it. Um, but I learned something that I found very irritating, and I wonder if this is sort of uh, sort of getting under the radar illegally. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, so, like, when I'm watching a TV show that's prime time and on one of the networks and it's being audio described, which is great, then if I want to go back and re-watch it later... Several times when I've gone back on, I've tried this on different shows and different channels. It's not audio described on demand. That is true. And it's also true in PB. It's annoyingly true in PBS. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I, I've tried I it on heard, PBS, but that's so disappointing. I've heard that PBS is just starting to include some audio described content in their PBS app where you can watch things that have been on before. But other apps, other, um, I talk about this in the book in the cable uh, section because some of the cable companies and they, and I talked to um, cable people about this and it has to do with permissions and rights and all of that. What they have the right to do in the, when it's first broadcast, they don't necessarily have the right to do when it's rebroadcast. And some wow. of the networks, and I do list them, um, allow it and some don't. That is really interesting because then can they really claim that X percentage of their things are yeah. audio described if it's only yes. during the first showing? Yes, because it, it, that X percentage is derived from when it's first broadcast. Uh, that seems that seems a little bit uh, the, yeah right. The the other thing though that that is that is true, Wendy, is if you if you look at streaming services, some of the streaming services actually end up um, having stuff that originated on broadcast television uh, th that then becomes available on streaming services with audio description. I have noticed that, yeah. And sometimes yep. it's not available. Sometimes it, things of you course. thought would be described when they move over to, say, to Netflix aren't right. 
audio describe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite deceptive, shown. really, because you yeah, expect yeah. if you've seen it yeah. once audio described, you'd be able to see it again. Well, you would think, you'd but think. you can't necessarily. But apparently, the rights for audio description don't necessarily go yeah. with the. And this is something that that I was told was out of scope for a complaint to the FCC. Mm. Um, is this why some theaters also can have a movie audio described and right next door they can have the same movie not audio described or is that more with their that's technology? a that's a different that's a different issue because the movies are all supposed to be audio described and there's only certain uh, reasons why a movie would not be audio described if the movie theater doesn't have the technical ability to play audio description mm -hmm. they're all supposed to now and it may yeah. be that they have receivers for theater x so you go there to watch the audio described ones, but they don't have enough receivers to put right. it. In. I've just been in a lawsuit involving a lot of this. So, and, so and ninety percent of the times the speakers, the receivers aren't yeah. working. Yes. Tell me about it. Oh. Yeah, there's that's yeah. that's our lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. I might I might join it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you very Thanks. much, Judy. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Wendy. Wendy. Yep. Okay, Marcy. Yep. Can I ask a quick question? Well, before she asks, sure, sure, you can. Um, so, Judy, where does that permission need to come from? Is it the need to come from the movie owner? Like the, yeah, you know, whoever the produced it. Okay, so it's not there something that's to come from the, the um, like NBC, you know, aired a movie that was produced by somebody else. Not necessarily coming from NBC. It needs to come from movie. It's not from NBC. That's right. It's whoever okay. produced it. And okay. rights are very complicated because there are audio rights and there are replay rights and there are, you know, video rights. And there, there are many, many, many sets of rights that go with a movie. Okay, thank you. All right, Marcy, it's your turn. Oh, okay. I couldn't find the button. Go ahead. Go ahead. It wasn't there. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I have a question. Uh, well, comment uh, both. Um, now, I know we're talking about video, uh, I mean, audio description, and we're talking about the usual thing. Um, I, I uh, recently was in a show and uh, was... Uh, able to, in theory, download it to play it um, from Vimeo. And uh, do they have any rules or anything that you know? I'm I'm trying to go to them because their app is so horrible that I can't I can't place things on it. And I, I you know, on the phone uh, computer, I, I I can get something to start, but I can't. You know, their players uh, just is awful. Yeah, I really don't know much about Vimeo. I, I don't either. Um, okay. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, and um, uh, the one thing, too, is that I bought a number of Fire TV. I, I did the Insignia, and I don't. I did Samsung, and I did I don't know what all, and I they all went back because I couldn't get audio description to work, and they um, they kept saying things like, "Oh, well, maybe you're maybe you just have it wrong, and maybe your TV's not broadcasting it or whatever." Um, I finally ended up getting uh, Sony, and uh, finally figured out that I had to change it from English to Spanish because I was using the. Um, I was, it was for the live antenna. That's what my issue right. was. And I yep. finally got it to work. But um, is there any way to, I mean, these folks don't know what they're doing at all about, because I, I, I worked with Samsung and I worked with uh, and, and Insignia and I, and uh, Toshiba. And uh, this was all through Amazon and stuff. And they, they, acted like I didn't know what I was talking about. You know, when yeah. when I bought, bought my first television that supported, um, it was called MTS in those days, SAP, and I was at one of our big box stores. We had a chain of stores here called Circuit City. And oh, yeah, I remember I those. needed to make sure that the TV I was buying actually had this. And the guy didn't know anything about it. And it, my, my husband still remembers this to this day because I said to the guy, is there anybody here who knows more about this than you do? And <laughs> and uh, he didn't mean to be rude, but, but I really, right. you know, right. and he did. He went away and found somebody who knew more about it than he did. And I did get a TV that supported it. So, I mean, you have to keep talking to these people and say, you know, well, I, we need to find someone who knows more about this than you do. And say that as politely as you can, of course, but, but I, I there are people. two or three back. Uh, with all these companies, there are people who do know. You just have to get to them. Yeah, I ended up with Sony because they actually did have 
a, a button to change it from English to Spanish mm-hmm. so I could use the oh, that's a good thing so I could use the app and it's um, not too they, hard with the fire tv but it is it's a it's a bit tricky excuse me yeah. I, we really do need to move thank on you. so um, thank you for your question and I hope I'm glad you found a solution you don't have any more hands but I oh sorry can I just make a quick suggestion to some of these you can Go ahead, I know how frustrating it is to try to read your TV screen and try to look at your remote and figure out what you're doing. And there's these wonderful companies out there called Be My Eyes and Ira. And those people at Ira are absolutely phenomenal. And I think I think having that, you know, if you could get some eyes on that TV screen or that remote, that might really yep. help you be able to figure yep. it out. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I think Judy's book will, will talk about, one of the things that's so exciting is that is that Fire TVs now do have built-in speech synthesis, uh, which which means that um, you can actually turn speech on and it will read the screen to you. Mm-hmm. It's called Voice View. It, that's their screen reader. And uh, so you turn Voice View on and... and uh, All the Amazon, I have... Even I can do it, which Pretty is cool. You know. yeah. So, we're, Linda, let us know if another hand appears. I will do that. But in the meantime, Judy, um, this I'm fascinated by the notion of this reference section um, and, and going by device. Did you run across other challenges in terms of literally how you decided to organize things? Um, no, organizing a book is something I do whenever I contract with NBP to do a book. They always want an outline. And um, the editor at NBP is so good about this because my books end up being quite different from my outline. And I always say, well, you know, I I won't know until I get into it what I'm going to exactly include and what I'm not. And so it's a matter of um, just you know, or I, I continue to organize, you know, a book is like a ball of clay as you're working on it, of course. And then it's never final until it's final. And any outline is only a beginning point. Yes. Yeah. My outlines are very different from my books. Yeah, well, like most of us who write, uh, that's generally the way of the world. Judy, do you, do you have a section in your book that, that, it, that in addition to voice view covers th- the degree to which the A-Lady works in conjunction with these TVs? No, no. It was, I mean, the, it was out of scope. The book is about audio description, not about using the devices. So it doesn't, for each of the streaming services, I do talk about, um, you know, how to, like for each of the, how to, how to get the, the, voice view, you know, the voice on, the, the the screen reader, whatever it is, you know, Roku, how to get the Roku right. closet guide. And, and so for each one, each of the devices, I talk about how to, you know, how to turn voiceover on, how to turn whatever on again, and the basics of using it. I'm but that's not, as far I, as I go. I'm not sure I get why, why the A-Lady would be irrelevant. Um, but, but it's not audio description to. technically though. You can use the A-Lady to, to, to when you've got something else on, right? But, it's, as far as I, I know, doesn't she only work with the cube? No, um, she works. She works with my Fire TV and, and really? allows me allows me to specifically identify a movie I want to see. Oh, that's right. Oh, in the in cool. the but that's but that's not audio description. That's just searching. You know. It, yeah, I have a button it, it on is, my remote. It, it is. You're right. Uh, yeah. But I have a button on my remote. That's true. That that. But but I think it. Yeah, I think it makes it makes getting to. Um, but it, you can't it, say to her, I mean, in, in Comcast, you can say to the Comcast remote, and I do talk about this, you can actually say, you know, tell me all the things that are audio, that are going to be on this evening that are audio described. Yeah. And it no, will do no, that. You, you can't you do can't that do with that. A, the A-Lady. You, you cannot. If, and if you could, I would have right. talked about it. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I think okay. that's fair. You Thank you very much for that. Okay, we have hands. Let's, have, let's, let's take a hand. Celeste? If we have any. We do. Should we unmute Celeste? Good afternoon, Judy. It's Celeste. Hello, Celeste. Hi. I feel like ski for light people are just coming out of the woodwork here. Yeah. I can crawl back into the woodwork. (laughs) It's good. It's good to hear it from you. I am calling for two reasons. One, heart-filled congratulations on retiring. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you will be sorely missed. You've been a great treasure to NLS and to me. A quick comment or question or gratitude. So I am, as you well know, a technological neophyte and have a 2014 television 
and struggling with Optimum as my cable provider. So I'm cautiously optimistic that your book will help me come into the 21st century in terms of accessing some of this audio description. So just wanted to say thank you. Well, good. You're welcome. Excellent. Thank you, Miss Celeste. Starting with nothing, um, I would probably get start with your book too. Or if our TV would that be your first thing, Judy? You yeah, would recommend I, people. If I had absolutely nothing, I mean, I love my Apple TV. Yeah, and 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 you could get an Apple TV if your if your for, 2014 television has an HDMI port, then get an Apple TV because you can do yeah. everything with it. Yeah. But otherwise, you'd start with the Fire TV. Okay, one, we have one more nothing. hand. We have we one have, more okay, hand because you have three minutes remaining. So yes, I yes, yep. thank you. I um. It's area code 518. You should be able to unmute. I think this might be a friend of mine. This is Mary Beth. And hello, Mary it's Beth. Not every, hello, Judy. It's not everybody that I can tell that I was multitasking during their presentation. But I did go up on the National Bureau Press website, <laughs> and your book is $12. Yeah, I did it, too. <laughs> so she did it. That's what she did, too. <laughs> yes, it's only a fellow multitasker, right? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll call you later. Thank you. Bye. Okay. You're welcome. So was that our last hand, uh, No, Linda? you've got a couple more. Okay, let's quickly. Chris Schumacher, you may be able to talk now. Try to unmute here. Chris? I have, the, I have a Roku device that I have with Spectrum. And as I'm watching something on Roku through uh, Spectrum, either you know one of the major networks or whatever, which remote do I use to get the audio description? The one from your TV remote with the SAP button, or do you do it through Roku? And how do you do that if it's through Roku? I don't have a clue. I would be guessing. Sorry, then let's go on to our next question. I'm sorry, I don't. That's I, all right. That's all right. Let's go to our next question. But contact Spectrum. They can tell you. Yeah. Okay. Kyle? Trying to get our last question here. This will be the last hand we can take. It will. Kyle, you should be, there you go. Kyle, you should be able to mute. Her, Kyle, make it quick. It's not happening. Judy, do you want to give yep. folks do you want to give folks an email that they that they could use to get in contact with you? Are you minded to do that? <laughs> My email address is Judy at JudyDixon.net. J-U-D-Y-D-I-X-O-N. Judy at JudyDixon.net. I don't know everything about audio description. <laughs> nope. In other words, don't bug you too much. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, start with start with your manufacturer. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Judy, thank you so much. Both Judy's. Um, thank you. This has been great. Thank you so much, Judy. Uh, it's been amazing. I'm going to run. I mean, I was already buy the book, but now I'm going to buy it doubly fast. Uh, and thank you, Paul. And let me give the closing CEU and thank you to everybody who stand any or all of our Lua and Lua BRL you have 10 seconds. sessions. My closing code, code is 69455. 69455. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you all very much. You've been very cooperative. I'll close the room. Bye. Thanks, Miss Linda. You're welcome, Paul. Anytime. <laughs>